Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, welcome to Unmastered, the podcast where I get to chat with the contributors to the hip-hop culture, the culture that we love, the culture that we live for. I'm your host, Etienne Zimbandu, aka The Ultra Poet, and today I host a man that I respect, firstly, for his Spotify game. Everybody knows Gosh The Real is dope on his Spotify game for an artist of his stature. Secondly, I respect him for his consistency. This man... It's consistent, man. I don't know. Everybody knows that. And thirdly, his hot-headedness. My God, this man is opinionated. <laughs> and 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 and, ladies and gentlemen, Koshta Five Nine. Sorry, Koshta Rio. Hey, man, introduce yourself. <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? Yo, it's Koshta Rio. Yeah, like you say, um, opinionated. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. What's up, man? Um, I'm honored. I'm honored to be on the show. I'm really, really honored. It's really an honor. What's up? What do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Gush the Real. I see you. I see you, Ben. And wow, how did you come on that like holy ten vibe, bro? What are you trying to do, man? <laughs> Anyways, bro. Like I know Gush the Real. I know what you do. Now tell the world who is Gush the Real. What do you do? What do you stand for? And I don't know. Where did Gosh the Real as name come from, man? Like, I've always wanted to ask that, but tonight, today is the perfect opportunity for me to ask that. Well, my real name Kudakwashe Thekerai. Yeah, which Thekerai, which is my legal surname, which was my great grandfather's nickname. So the original surname is Gosha, which is it's not registered legally though. But that's the original surname, Gosha. So that's where the name Gosh came from. I started out as Leo Gosh. So when I decided to open a Facebook account, Leo Gosh was rejected. So I had to, I had to use Gosh the Real. So I ended up using it as my stage name. That's how I started out. Well, Gosh the Real is a young rapper from Chiredzi. I don't know if I still qualify in the young league because I'm now 28. So, yeah, Gosh the Real is a rapper from Shredzi. Started out rapping at the age of nine under the influence of Eminem and DMX. Yeah, I was, yeah, I've achieved to win one international award, South FM UK Best Song of 2017. With my track called I Never Knew featuring South African singer Lera Joy Happiness. Uh, we actually did a video with it. The song was produced by Andrea the Beatboxer. I recorded it in South Africa. In Falcon Free State, South Africa. Um, I was the first and only... I was the first and oh yeah, the only artist to top the official European independent music chart for three consecutive weeks with my track called Number featuring Andrea the Beatboxer and produced by Andrea the Beatboxer once again. Um what else, what else, what else? Oh uh, yeah, I was I was nominated at the 2018 a gospel explosion music media award for best international artist in the same category with Lecrae, the likes of Lecrae and Fred Diamond. Yeah, I didn't win that award. I was nominated again the, the following year, the same award, the same category. Yeah, yeah, 
a lot i was i'm also the first zimbabwean rapper to to be number one on the hype machine music chat with my track called dead get featuring priscilla bailey from the uk yeah yeah good. there's a lot to say there's a lot to say but that's that that's just a summary all right all right uh we got a lot right there some of the things that i would have asked about later but then hey man you came through man let's see you've been doing a lot man um now we want to go slowly with this because you're rushing through some of the details and we want to know about them you said you started rapping at the age of nine with under the influence of dmx and eminem obviously you have been <laughs> non-stop talking about that and take us through the journey of of how you, you were thinking how you came to 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 say no i want to be a rapper how was that journey and from that point up to now what has changed uh on your perspective of of what rap is and what kind of a rapper that you'd want to be yeah i remember back in 2001 listening to dmx dmx's rap writers and um yeah i love the music videos and i just i just wanted to be like him so i just decided to start rapping write my own songs and yeah you know i was a young boy and i was whack yeah i started off work i was really whack so when people i didn't have that i didn't have their horse voice that dmx had so when people heard me rapping they told me i sounded like eminem so that's when i decided to check out eminem and i fell in love with the storytelling and Till to this day, if you listen to a lot of my tracks, they are all about um, my strength is on storytelling. Yeah, nothing, nothing is really changed. I'm still into storytelling. I like Eminem. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Um, I think that's a huge issue in hip hop because they don't want to like people don't want to like accept people with different uh, ranges or tones and everything. Like you, you, you're about to sing, bro. They they want the holy dance and. And then the questers, they want the people with the deep voices. But sometimes it's just about what you're talking about, the bars, the beats, the music, uh, the story in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the lines. That's what it's about. But then people are like, nah, man, you sound like you could sing. Of which doesn't, that doesn't make sense. It's pointless, bro. Like, just do your thing. And I'm glad that you kept on grinding, even though people said some stuff. Anyways, moving on, take us through some of the project that you've dropped from the time you started like recording professionally. Take us through your discography, bro, and, and, and give us some of the highlights uh, in terms of your favorite projects and, and, and some of the uh, maybe your most successful projects and, and how they're doing uh, in terms of like DSPs and everything. Take us through the journey. Yeah, the first thing I recorded professionally was called Never Back Down produced by Elijah KD Chiango and mixed and mastered by Shazer from Mix Masters. Yeah, the song is no longer available online for yeah, for certain reasons. Yeah. I was I was casting during this day, so I took down all the songs I was using explicit language. I took them down from the internet. Um and then fast forward I that was in 2015. I got a three-track EP called Vintage Virgin and got edited Tim Reeb, mixed and mastered by Zander. There were three tracks. The first one was called 
yeah, vintage version. It was produced by Zander. Then the second one, Stay on My Grind, produced by Prof Lalo. And there was a, yeah, that's the most, I think it's the most disturbing song in the history of Zimbabwean hip hop called Save Me From Masturbation. Yeah, that's when a lot of, a lot of people in the hip hop scene yeah, started knowing me because of that track. Yeah, and then, uh, I then moved to South Africa. I recorded an EP called Diaspora FF Track EP, which which is the the, the track called Number, which went number which went number one on the official European Independent Music Chart for three consecutive weeks. Then my debut album Scars, Wounds and Mess, which had a track called Dedicate, which went which went number number one on the hype machine music chart. Then uh, my second album, No Features and Injustice. Yeah, the, the album had no features, which is which is over 145,000 streams on Spotify right now, which is which is my most successful album, my most streamed album right now. Then last year I dropped a, an album called Goodyear Extension. Yeah, that's all. So yes, 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 you have been working definitely, bro. Like uh, there was a lot of content and I really need to catch up on all that stuff and like come back and be like, bro, I listened. I'm definitely going to do that and hope the listener is going to go back and really appreciate the work that you've been putting in and we want that song um save me for masturbation back on streaming we want to listen to it bro like you you've been talking about it for a while but i haven't had it in uh, ever like <laughs> I, w- I wanted to say in, in 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 some years but i want i would say never because I, I have never had it i just had you talk about it now moving on you definitely have a strong spotify game now my question might be controversial my my question might be sensitive what do you, what's your explanation and how did you come up to be to have a, such a strong spotify game and then not like have like the, the the numbers that are some of the rappers that don't even have that much uh clout on, on spotify have uh not, have like more views and more streams and more subscribers on youtube and other platforms did you focus more uh, on on Spotify? Did you? How did you blow up on Spotify uh, without necessarily doing the same? Maybe on YouTube or something. Is there a secret? Is there a trick? Is there something that was intentional from your part? Take us through that. Okay, about the Spotify game. I think when I when I started topping the official European Independent Music Chart, uh, it was broadcasting on over 800 radio stations in US, Europe, and Canada, I guess. So most of those, 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 the DJs from those radio stations had Spotify playlists. So all that, that's all my songs were added there. So I think that's when I started developing a Spotify, a Spotify audience. And then after being number one on Hype Machine, that's when I started gaining more more followers on Spotify. Yeah, and right now, right right now, like most of my 
most of the most of my streams come from Spotify algorithmic playlist more, more than 90% of those of of those streams come from algorithmic playlist which is it song will appear on as a suggested song and so on and so on and on discover weekly playlists yeah yeah I think I focused I I, foc- I started focusing more on Spotify when I started seeing those numbers increasing and I started focusing more and I started creating my own playlists and started networking with other playlists curators That's so great man some of us can only dream of those numbers so keep sorting man and I also hope that you 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 focus more on maybe other platforms like you know, Apple Music and maybe uh YouTube and all that stuff because you know the, the the whole thing about um growing as a brand and blowing up and, and whatever maybe your focus is is also about diversity because not everybody is going to be on spotify somebody might be on youtube and be like oh, the real has like 500 views on his video so i'm not going to look at it because there are people like that and they don't know that you're getting mad numbers or maybe on on spotify so diversity and and just making sure that you level up the the the, 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 the plane on, on on the other major platforms is, is a really key point for you and any other artists out there now moving on uh i want to talk about a very another sensitive issue an issue about sustainability has the music been sustainable for you how have you been finding the music if there are any details that you can spare and 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 what do you think should be um implemented by other artists and by yourself to be uh, able to to be self-sustaining in terms of you being an artist and you being a musician yeah it's 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 really it's very 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 sensitive i think yeah it's been it's been a little a little sustaining for me i think i've i've managed to pay my rents bills and and other stuff with with my royalties for the past i think 19 months 19 months um yeah yeah it's, it's not really a lot i think uh, i think uh, the other artists should should be able to uh register music their music with with a public with a publisher or a performance rights organization so that they can which they can get their royalties for all their music from youtube you need a publisher or a distribution company and also they need pr good pr to promote their music and so on so on to be self-sustaining yeah that's what i think all right man all right man you seem to be doing uh well which is <laughs> a lot to say for most uh rappers uh especially the the upcoming ones that are focusing on the cloud rather than focusing on the main goal which is actually making good music and and making a living if you want to offer you have to now let's talk about relations you don't seem to have a lot of like uh, local features on your projects and you don't seem to have uh your own verses and a lot of other people's projects why is that are you like not really about the the, the local stuff because i see your your features are usually international they are from other countries and all that is, is it intentional level me on that no it's it's not it's not intentional but you know as an artist from Chiredzi like you have 
collaborated with a lot of locals here in Chirins, but they are not they are not that popular like i think i'm the so i'm the biggest artist on from Chirins right now so people don't know the the artists i work with and a lot of i've approached a lot of a lot of artists from Arare, different parts different parts of zimbabwe but only if you manage to agree to work with me and yeah really a lot of artists don't don't come i don't think i have a verse on any other a verse on any other locals local artist project except from artists from charades yeah nobody calls me for for a feature so i don't know i'm the i'm actually the one who approach approach artists for a feature so yeah it's, it's not intentional all right um you know it reminds me of this complex that i used to have and i used to like like argue with uh, someone i'm not gonna mention him on the podcast but he knows himself if he's gonna listen we used to argue he was always saying harare is not the whole of zimbabwe there's a lot that's happening in other places but when you grow up in places like harare mutare and 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 bulawayo you you'll be thinking like these are the good these are the places if you hear someone from maybe Shirenzi or from another, another place, you'll be thinking, nah, Kumusha or something, so maybe that might be one of the reasons. And and, and still in, in light of that, do you think that has affected any of your growth and as an artist, like being from that place, uh, are there any opportunity to perform to uh, just to grow as an artist? What what can you say on that issue? Yeah, I think it, I think it really affected like Back then, the radio, all radio stations were in Harare back in the day, and when submitting music, you have to print CDs and bring them to Harare. You, there was no online submission back then. I don't know if there's there's now you know, a way to submit music online on on the on the radio station. So you have to go and print. I once did that in twenty. I think it's twenty thirteen. I went with my CDs, but they didn't play. So it's like every time you release something, you have to, you need transport. I need like twelve dollars, twelve US dollars to go to a rally, twelve US dollars to come back. That's now twenty-four. Uh, I need to to stay there. I need to eat. So I need around 30 US dollars just to travel to a to submit my stuff. So it's really not, it's really not easy. It's not easy for artists who, who live here in trades. It's not really, it's not that easy. So yes, yeah, it has affected me a lot. All right, just as a way maybe to just like put ideas out there into the universe and see if anything is going to pop out. What do you think should be done uh, for other areas outside of maybe the major areas that, are, that the entertainment industry is focused in? What could be the things and ideas that could be done that you wish you had uh, or when you're on the come up that you, that might have made the, this journey easier for you what are some of these ideas that might be be uh, very essential for the generation that's behind us i think they should have a, an online submission and also they should stop employing employing djs who are biased like you play a dj who is in who is also a who's also a rapper or a producer who's going to play the art only 
artists who are his friends or the artists who he or she works with. I think, yeah, certain things, such things should should be done. And I, you know, like when you are an artist, I have a beef. If I beef with someone else, if that 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 person submit the track to to the radio station, I'm not gonna play him because of our beef. So maybe they should they should employ artists. They should employ DJs who are not buyers, who are not artists, who are not producers. So, yeah, yeah. All right. I was expecting something along the lines of uh, have radio stations in those communities and diversify that, uh, and also have community programs that uh, help artists from grassroots as as they're helping maybe the STEM students, as they're helping the doctors. They can also help artists from a young age build community programs as i said now um what can we expect from you in the future what what are some of the bigger dreams that you have uh maybe we could start small from maybe the next project that you're about to drop uh maybe the things that you wish you or you plan or you dream to do in the near future what are some of the things that we can expect from you maybe in music maybe outside of music yeah i, I wanted to mention that but I guess that that's more that that topic is more po- political yeah so I, I think it's more political so I didn't want to go into politics you know you know what I'm saying so yeah I'm working on an on an album my fourth album I drop an album every year and do it I reach 10 albums that's my goal so I'm working on my fourth album called Chief Ndanga and on the 9th of July this year I'm dropping the first single called Bumshakalaka featuring Joshua Maponga produced by Rod on the Beat aka Tinashe Rudziva mixed and mastered by myself yeah that's what's 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 coming up right now all right all right man that's a lot that's a lot we're really excited man about the album and you also mentioned about something about working with Joshua Maponga now take us into that did you get him to get into the studio did you sample him did you talk to him how did that go about uh, about joshua maponga uh i sampled him and uh, he gave me the permission to sample his his vocals so joshua maponga is like is my uncle so it was easy for me to to get permission from him his family oh shoot man i had no idea you were related ah that explains it Anyways, I want to play a game with you uh, that I play with everybody that I have on the podcast. Um, I call it Random 10. So I'm going to ask you Random 10 things that will give us an, uh, what can I say, um, a glimpse into who you are outside of what you say, but uh, in terms of what you like. So I'm going to ask you, first of all, what's your favorite movie? Uh, number two, TV show. Three, visual artists, color, meal, country. Cabrand rapper, album and producer. No explanations. We just want to, to 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 create a picture of you in our minds from what you like. No explanations. Well, favorite movie, Eight Mile. TV show, I don't have one. Visual artist, none. All color, black. Mew, Sadza. Country, Zimbabwe. Yeah, favorite car brand, Mercedes-Benz. Favorite rapper, Eminem. 
album Marshall Mothers LP2 producer Dr. Dre uh, honestly I have no I have nothing to say about the list that you've given me bro like I'm literally uh, speechless I don't know what to say now uh, we have reached the end of the podcast so I would just like you to just give us uh, your parting words maybe to to the fans maybe to your family maybe to your friends that have been listening to the podcast just to say thanks and just as your last words to the world what would you want to say well I don't know if I can call them last words or parting words because that kind of sounds weird it kind of sounds like I'm dying though well I would like to say thanks to everyone listening you can follow me on social media or all social media networks at gosh the real um yeah and I'm single single and searching yeah if you if there's a lady listening you if you like me you can yeah you can eat me up feel free I don't bite you can send a friend request follow it goes down in the DM Ah, 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 ah. I will not say anything. I will not comment on that. I will not support it. I will not denounce it. You say what you said. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Gosh the Real and I've been your host, Attenders Emmanuel, aka The Outro Boy. This has been Unmastered, the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following us. Uh, go follow us on social media at The Heat Trader, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and go rate us on Apple Music, on YouTube. Go subscribe to our channel and support us. Until next time. Thank you.